Hello. We are excited that you have decided to join us today via our podcast. There are other ways you can join. You can watch us live on Facebook, YouTube, and Roku under the Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries or on our website at www.mtdm.org. You can also join us in the sanctuary at 401 North Wright Street, Bergaw, North Carolina, 28425, every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you would like to give a donation, you can go to our website and click the donation button at www.mtdm.org. Rhema word that you're going to give your people on tonight. And as I open my mouth, God, I thank you that you have already filled it. And I thank you, God, for the, our helper, which is the Holy Spirit. And I thank you that we have been crucified with Christ. And it's no longer us who live, but it is Christ who lives on the inside of us. So, God, you shall, you will get all the glory, honor, and praise on tonight. For it's not about us. God, it's all about you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hallelujah for the word of God. We have been going over, have um, went over salvation and what salvation is. So tonight, what I'm going to do is, what I'm doing is um, putting some things out there like salvation and different terms. So we're going to understand into them and understand where I'm going to go. Um, with being a disciple of Jesus Christ, in which we know that's a learner, there's, that's a follower of him. So we want to do the things that Jesus done when he walked the earth. We want to be able to represent him, and people will know where we're from. And what I want all of y'all to know, which I think you do know, that your kingdom is not of this world. And if your kingdom is not of this world, then you don't do what the world does. You don't live the way that the world lives. You want to do what your kingdom is doing. So people know that you are not of this world. So tonight what I want to talk about is born again. We're going to talk about being born again. We're going to talk about what it means to be born again. And we're going to talk about why we have to be born again. Now some people would say, I know all that. But we're going to go through this because it's one thing that we do that we should not be doing. The message that Jesus preached wasn't being born again. The message Jesus preached was kingdom. When you go into the word of God, you can follow through. Jesus didn't teach on being born again. Even though we have to be born again to enter the kingdom, that was not his message. If you look up being born again in the New Testament, it only shows three times. And we're going to go over those three times um, dealing with being born again. But I want you to understand that's not the message that Jesus preached. And if we're preaching being born again, that's part of entering the kingdom. That's part of entering the kingdom. That was preached. That's back on. That's not the message that was preached or proclaimed by Jesus. So we want to make sure that all of us are on one accord. 
on one accord and we understand what's being said concerning the kingdom. Amen. So tonight I want to talk about born again and I'm going to go to John 3 verse 1 through verse 8 and I'm going to read the amplified classic edition. John 3 verse 1 through verse 8. It says here, it says here, now there was a certain man among the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler, a leader, and authority among the Jews. So we know who um, Nicodemus was. He was a Pharisee. He was a ruler. He had a, he was a leader. He had authority among the Jews. He was one that had the right to make um, different decisions about the law. So this is what they say he was. He was a ruler. He had authority among the Jews. But then it goes on to say, who came to Jesus at night and said to him, Rabbi, we know and are certain that you have come from God as a teacher, for no one can do these signs these wonderful works, these miracles, and produce the proof that you do unless God is with him. So remember I said born again was being talked about um, with Jesus, and this is a reason why it was being talked about, one reason. Nicodemus came to Jesus with a question. Jesus was not preaching on being born again. He was answering a question from this Pharisee, which was a ruler, a leader amongst the Jews. So Jesus was answering the question that he was bringing to him. He said he know that he come from God because the things that he was doing, he know it had to come from God. I'm paraphrasing it. And the reason why he said that because he called him a teacher. So he recognized that Jesus did teach, but the way Jesus taught was not the way they were teaching. And when Jesus taught, they were seeing miracles. They were seeing signs. So they knew you got to be coming from God. Now, on that one scripture right there, if we belong to the kingdom of God, people supposed to see something in us that's coming through us that's different from what the world is doing. Now, I'm going to say it again. If we are from another kingdom, which is the kingdom of God. His kingdom is going to be different from the kingdom of the world. His kingdom is not going to be doing the same thing that the world is doing. Actually, it's going to rule over all. It's going to be above all. So this Pharisee knew your teaching and the things that's coming from your teaching is different from the way we're teaching. Now look how he did this. He came to him at night. He was sneaky. See, this is what's happening. When people know that your teaching is different from other people's teachings or what you are preaching is different, they're going to come and see. But they're not going to do it while people are around. They're going to sneak when nobody knows where they are or what they're doing. So this is what he was doing, and this is how Jesus answered him. Jesus said this to him. Jesus answered him, I assure you, most solemnly, I tell you that unless a person is born again, a new, from above, 
He cannot ever see, know, be acquainted with, and experience the kingdom of God. So what he was telling him is, the things that I'm doing is coming from another kingdom. It's coming from the kingdom of God. And the only way you can partake of this kingdom to be able to understand, to be able to come acquainted with, to experience it, that's what C means. He said, you must be born again. This is where Jesus was talking about being born again. That was not Jesus' message. You have to be born again to get into this kingdom. But if you're only making um, being born again your message, you're not preaching the gospel. You're not preaching the kingdom. So I had to bring this out because some of us think that I remember I went through a drive through with the lady. They were an evangelist, and the first thing they looked and said was, are you born again? Okay, we're going to get there with Nicodemus. See, you can't just come out and say that. The good news, the gospel of the kingdom have to be preached. And once you're preaching and you're bringing the gospel and the good news of the kingdom that Jesus brought, they're going to say, what must I do to get into this kingdom? But if you're not preaching kingdom, if kingdom is not showing up, this kingdom of God, people don't want what you have because everybody think that they're born again or they're born from somebody. (laughs) They have other gods. They have another kingdom, which is not God's kingdom that they have become a part of. So we have to make sure we understand these terms and why Jesus used what he used. He used it to let him know you can't experience it. You can't become acquainted with it. You cannot understand it until you're born again. So I'm going to stop on that verse and I want you to understand what being born again mean, what Jesus was talking about. He said born from above, born anew, spiritual transformation, a new birth. So to be born into his kingdom, you have to be born anew. You have to be, what, reborn. And I'm going to get to the verse with Nicodemus, and you're going to understand why Jesus spoke to him in, in, th- in this manner. Born from above. So when you're born again, you're born from above. This is a spiritual transformation. This is what happens in the spirit when you accept Jesus as your Lord. It's a spiritual thing. It's not a natural thing. So when you read John 3 and you go through it with Nicodemus and Jesus, Jesus is letting him know this is a spiritual transformation. This is a spiritual birth. This is not no natural birth. So you just can't go out there and minister to someone and say, are you born again? You have to give them understanding of why they need to be born again. You don't just get a person saved and leave them like that. That's a convert. You are out there to make disciples. You are out there to show them the kingdom of God, that they have become a disciple, a learner of Jesus Christ, a citizen of the kingdom of God. So if you're not showing them all of these things, they're stopping at just being born again, and they're living any kind of way. They're doing what they want to do, saying what they want to say because they don't know the characteristics of the kingdom. They don't know the authority they have of the kingdom. And we're going to get into all of that. But I want to break down being born again. Just don't leave somebody at just being born again. Or people say, are you saved? Saved from what? How are you going to answer? So they're saved. There's being born again. 
And we went over salvation. You're saved and you're rescued, right, from the wrath to come. Jesus was the only one that could save you. But in order to enter God's kingdom, in order to see it, you got to be born again. It has to be born from above and not born from this earth. This is a spiritual thing, not a natural thing. So when we look at 1 Corinthians six seventeen, it says, But he who is joined, united to the Lord, is one spirit with him. So what happened is when you accept Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior, what's happening is that spirit that was in you, that old spirit, that sin nature that was in you, that spirit that was dead, that spirit became alive because of the spirit of God that connected with that spirit and made it anew. There was a spiritual transformation. There was a change that took place, but it took place in your spirit. And that's what we have to look at. We are spiritual beings. We don't see ourselves in the natural. We see who we are now that we are in Christ. So he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. And John 1.13 says, Who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So being that we're born of God, that make us what? Children. That make us sons of God because of the spirit of God that dwells on the inside of us. So our spirit was made new through the spirit of God and it made one spirit. So if we don't understand these things, we will go around and try to get something we already have. But the problem is an unrenewed mind knowing what we already have in the spirit because we are three part being spirit, soul and body. The spirit is the real you. That's the part of you that got saved. Your soul did not get saved. It was your spirit. That's what got reborn. So when God see us, he see us in the spirit. So we have to look at us as a new creation from what? The spiritual point and not the natural point. So when we look at 1 Corinthians 5, 17, we know this one well. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ... He is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Where have they become new? In your spirit. Old things, that old sin nature, that sin nature that was compelling you, driving you to sin, it was done away with. Two natures cannot be in the same temple. That old was done away with. And then here's your new nature, the spirit of God living in you, your new life that comes from him so we know that we are new creations and old things have passed away behold all things have become new so this is what jesus told nicodemus you cannot see the kingdom of god unless you're born again that means that a spiritual transformation had to take place it new birth had to take place you had to be born from above you had to be born anew that's just the different terms that they use that means that you're born of god You have a new identity. You are part of the kingdom of God. And now that you're part of the kingdom of God, you will be able to understand the things of God because you will be able to connect with God. Because you remember the spirit of God left when um, Adam and Eve messed up. They had God's spirit on the inside of them. That spirit, God left. They were separated from God. 
So they could not have that fellowship with God because of what? Sin. Sin had to be dealt with. We could not deal with sin. Jesus had to deal with sin so we would not be separated from God so we can have a relationship and fellowship with him. So let's look at something else. Go back up to John 3. And we're going to go to verse 3. We went to verse 3. Let's go to verse 4. Now after Jesus told Nicodemus this. Listen at the response, Nicodemus, now a ruler of the Jews, the one that's supposed to know the law, right? Know everything. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter his mother's womb again and be born? So he don't understand. He don't understand being born again. He's talking naturally. Jesus is talking spiritually. And we deal with people every day that are born again, but don't know that they're spiritual beings because they don't know who they are. So when you say something in the spirit, it seems carnal to them. It seems fleshly, Christian folk. But a person who's born of God and know who they are, when you're speaking spiritual things, the Holy Spirit will help them to understand the things that you're speaking. They understand your language. When you're talking about being born again, if they're taught about being born again, you can connect with them because y'all talk in the same language. But if you haven't been taught this, people say, so you're telling me that I don't go out and tell people that they need to be born again? No, I'm telling you that was not his message. It was not. His message was not about being born again. It was about the kingdom. Then when people ask how you get into the kingdom, it is through him. See, you got to do things the way that God want them to be done. Because if you don't, people are not going to understand God's kingdom. And the way that kingdom supposed to be. So when we go further, Jesus began to answer him again. Nicodemus said to him, I'm going to say this again, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter his mother's womb again and be born? Jesus answered, I assure you, most solemnly I tell you, unless a man is born of water and the spirit, he cannot ever enter the kingdom of God. So he's saying your spirit have to be born from above because when sin came into the world, the spirit was dead. There was no life there. So you got to be born again. So then we go back to this right here. Why do we need to be born again? I'm going to go over that again. Ephesians 2.1 says, And you he made alive, and you he has quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sin. Let me put it this way. When someone die, what do we see? A body, which is a shell. There's nothing there but the shell of that person, right? That means that person cannot communicate with you no more. So there is a separation between you and that person. Is that not right? So when sin entered the world, there was a separation between us and God. So that had to be taken care of. So this is why he's saying, and you were made alive who were dead in your trespasses and sin. When you accepted Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, your spirit was made alive again. It was reborn. It was made anew. It was a spiritual transformation. And then in Ephesians 2, 5, it says, even when we were dead in trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. Even when we were dead in trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ. So it's because 
of us except in what Jesus done that has made our spirit alive, has made our spirit anew, and that spiritual transformation took place. Let's look at Ephesians 4.18. It says in Ephesians 4.18, they do not understand are darkened in their minds, their understanding, and they are separated, alienated from the life of God, the life that God gives or God has because of their ignorance and because of their stubbornness, they have closed their minds. They have closed their heart. So we were alienated from God because of what? Sin. But because of what Jesus done, Our spirits have been quickened. They have been made alive. It's nothing that we have done. It's what he has done. So when we look at being born again, that's being born from above. And if you're born from above, everything that you need, you need to be looking at the kingdom. You don't need to be looking at this world because you are a spiritual being. Now, how does the new birth come to be? I said it, but I'm going to say it again. Faith in Jesus how he paid the price, the penalty for sin with his death on the cross. By accepting what Jesus done, there is no way that we can get into the kingdom except through Jesus Christ. Jesus is the way, he's the truth, and he is the life. There is no other way to the Father except by him. And that's St. John chapter 14, I believe it's verse 6. So we got to understand the only way we can see this kingdom or enter into this kingdom is through Jesus Christ. It's through having faith in what he's done. So why am I saying all that? Because sometimes when we ask people, are you saved? Are you born again? Some people don't have an understanding of that. So you have to go back to what Jesus have done on their behalf. And you're going to have to bring in God's grace. It's a lot that we have to talk about dealing with the kingdom. And it's going to help us to understand how we minister to people according to the kingdom and not according to the flesh. Amen. So we see you must be what? Born again to enter this kingdom or to see this kingdom. When we look at John 1 verse 12, it says, but as many as received him, To them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. So we have to believe in what Jesus done. It's no good that any of us, no good that any of us have done that we can get into the kingdom. It is through Jesus Christ. So when you're ministering, being born again, you cannot leave out why They need to be born again. And it's going to take you right back to where sin generated from. In the beginning, when God created everything the way he wanted to be, and old Satan came in that garden and used the serpent and deceived Eve, and she ate from that tree, it brought sin into the world. But God had a plan of redemption, and that plan was through Jesus Christ. But when the kingdom is being talked about, you want to talk about what God created and how God intended it, intended for it to be. No sin, no sickness, no disease. You know, everything that God created was good. So God wanted to reintroduce his kingdom. That was Jesus' message, not being born again. That was his message, not being born again. The gospel 
is not about being born again. The gospel is about reintroducing the kingdom of God. And as you reintroduce the kingdom of God, the way to see it and the way to enter it is to be born again. That's how that come in play. Not starting out. You must be born again. How long do you think people are going to keep that if they don't know about God's kingdom? When you know what you have and what God has done for you, then people say, what must I do to be saved? And that's when you introduce Jesus and the price that he has paid for salvation. Y'all, we're going to go through this little by little, line upon line, precept upon precept, because the gospel has to be preached all over this world before Jesus comes. And I'm here to tell you, the good news, the gospel is not being preached. The good news is reintroducing the kingdom of God and what God wanted us to have from the beginning. We supposed to show forth his kingdom. That's why Nicodemus came to Jesus with a question. And that's how he said you must be born again. But that's all we hear. You must be. You got to be born again. If not, you're going to hell. There ain't no good news. No, we want to reintroduce what God started out with, with Jesus, and that make us disciples, not converts. A disciple is a follower, a learner of Jesus Christ. We want to do what Jesus done. When Jesus walked the earth, he said, repent, for the kingdom of God is near you. So Jesus was saying, have a change of mind. And having a change of mind, that thinking had to be changed. And that means that you're making a U-turn. You're turning from the way you were thinking, and your mind is being changed concerning the kingdom. And Jesus was bringing the kingdom to us. So to be a part of that kingdom, you must be, you got to be, born again. That's how you see it, and that's how you enter that kingdom. So we learned about salvation. We know dealing with salvation is dealing with being rescued from danger. It's dealing with um, health. It's dealing with prosperity. It's one package. So when you know all of these things, you're going to know how to incorporate everything once we get into the kingdom, reintroducing the kingdom of God. So that's about being born again, y'all. So I pray everybody got an understanding of... um, being born again through Nicodemus. So every time you read that, dealing with Nicodemus, you're going to understand why Jesus said what he said. And then you're going to understand why Nicodemus answered the way he answered. Go back there and let's look at verse 6. Jesus explained this to him as well. He said, what, what is born of the flesh is flesh. Of the physical is physical. And what is born of the spirit is spirit. So Jesus was letting them know this is a spiritual birth. This is not a natural birth. So if we know that we're born of the spirit, I'll give you an example. When a baby is born, that baby depends on who? The mama. And sometimes it depends on the daddy too. But the daddy can't do what the mama do, right? But that baby looked to the mother, and and that baby is raised in the home with the father and the mother. The father as being the head of the family, right? So as that baby is growing up, naturally, they're teaching that baby the way they should go, right? Is that not right? You're teaching that baby 
um, different things. Of course, you start out feeding that baby, nurturing that baby, getting up with that baby, making sure that baby is taken care of. Sometimes we can spoil the baby. If we spoil the baby, we can't put the baby down not one second because that baby just want to be next to that mother, right? But then as that baby grow and you learning that baby different things, but guess what? It starts in the womb first. We know that, right? That baby can hear everything that's going on in that womb. So you got to watch the things you're saying, the things that you, the music you're listening to and all of that. So once that baby come out, the mother, the father's teaching the baby different things. And the baby is learning from them. And as they grow, the things that they say, it represent that home that they're in, does it not? Because they're starting out, the things that you say and how you say it, what you do and how you do it, what you let them listen to, that's how they're growing up, right? If you let them listen to all kind of crazy music, then they're going to be acting crazy just like that music. If you're cussing in your house, what they're going to do? They're going to be cussing when they come out of that house and they're going to recognize that they're the best cusser is. So why am I saying that? That's a natural birth, Right? When it comes to a spiritual birth, the only way we can get spiritual things is through the word of God. That's why the word says that man is not what? Hmm? They say God is not man. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that what? Proceeds out of what? Okay, so everything we need need to come from God because we're spiritual beings. We are created, made from above. We are spirit, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So you got to be fed from the word of God. The more you fed from the word of God, the more you're going to live according to where you're from. But if you're not in the word, even though that you're born again, you're going to live like the world is living and people are not going to recognize that you're born again. This is why your mind got to be transformed. It got to be changed to the new life that you live now that you're in Christ. The more your mind is transformed and changed, the more you're going to live according to where you're from. Me and my husband been living in our house for what, 20 years? Close to it. And I know my address. I can tell people where I stay. I can tell people where I reside. So the more you get used to where you're from, that's how you're going to live, where you're from. If you come in my house, it's a seat I always sit in. That's where I'm going to be sitting. It's a place I always pray. That's where I'm going to I have come acquainted with all that I have come to know all that the more you know the word and the more you get acquainted with the word and who you are now that you are in Christ you don't have to tell people I'm saved I'm born again I have this that or the other they're gonna see your new life and they're gonna know what kingdom you're from because light and darkness don't mix so if you're truly born again and you truly have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're going to do what Jesus do. You're going to say what Jesus say. The life you live is no longer your own. You were bought with the price. Y'all, we're going over all of it. Why? Because some people that are saved are not living according to who they are now that they're in Christ. They're living according to the world. So people are saying, are you saved? 
Oh, you don't know? Evidently, they don't because of the life that you live in. But when you live the life of Christ and who you are now that you're in him, they'll say, I know you're born again. You got to be a Christian. No, I'm not a Christian. I'm a kingdom citizen. We're going to talk about that too. Christian come from a, um, who was it in the book of Acts? They named us Christians. That didn't come from God. That come from them. We picked that up because of what they said. When you understand the background, you will understand I am a kingdom citizen. I represent the kingdom of God. Am I saying there's something wrong with saying I'm a Christian? No, but we need to be identified as kingdom citizens, not a Christian. So we're going to learn all of those things. If we're going to go out and minister the good news, the gospel concerning the kingdom, then we have to know about being born again. We got to know about salvation and we got to know about all these terms. So when we deliver these terms, people are going to understand what we're saying and why we're saying what we're saying. Amen. This new life in Christ is supposed to represent the kingdom, not you no more. It is no longer you who live, but it's Christ who lives in you. So we want to represent him. Amen. And not ourselves. To him we live, to him we move. To him what? We have our being. God is good, y'all. This is going to get better and better each time. So meditate on being born again, and I'm going to give you some more next Tuesday. On It's another scripture that talks about, I believe it's in 1 Peter 1.23. We're born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible seed, which is the word of God. Uh, We're going to research, and I'm going to show you that was not Jesus' message on being born again. That's not the gospel. The good news was not coming about being born again. You do need to be born again. But that was not his message. To God be the glory. Amen, amen. Last time we were together, I think it was you, Sister Sonia, and Athea that had somebody that wanted to talk about And did you as well? Okay, you have them ready? Thanks for watching Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries, where miracles happen. You can join us each week on Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern for church service and on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern for Bible study. For upcoming events, teachings, and ways to contact us and more, you can visit us on the web at www.mtdm.org. You can also give a donation by clicking the donation tab. God bless you, and we will see you next week.